tradition, two middle-aged men in Cleveland, the everlasting, ever good-looking Ted Klopp, and of course, yours truly, Ken Dworsnick. Episode 71, I have a special name I'm going to throw out here today. You probably remember this person, was a pretty good football player, was made more famous because of movies, and he was on a TV show, Alex Karras. Remember ah. Alex Karras? Yeah, sure. He wore 71. Played for the Lions. He played for another team too, I think. Well, All there's famer, a uh, but uh, there's a former Browns player with some historical significance who is number seventy-one. Do you know who that would be? You're going to tell me. The first player in the new Browns era, the 1999 plus Browns. Oh boy! Do you know who it is? I do. Jim Jim Pine. Jim Pine. 71. Ooh, he played for the Lions. Didn't he play yeah. for the Lions? Yeah. He, you he did. He that, got Brown, that's Browns. That's a great story, by the way. You Brad were at that draft or were part of that, weren't you? Yeah. That's a great story. Yes. Oh, that's great stuff. Yeah. Well, Ted, the weekend went super fast. I actually did some traveling. So went up uh, to the Port Clinton Sandusky area. Had a great time. Played golf, of course, at uh, Sawmill Creek, which is a very cool place owned by Cedar Point. Went to an awesome brewery called Twin O's Brewing. But during my, how do you want to say this? Running around, a story came to me that I, I think is a little bit shocking. Okay. okay. Not sure if you heard this or not. I was told this from a friend. I looked it up. It's correct. So there was a study done in San Francisco. Okay. Well, were they analyzing foods that people eat and what's safe and what's not? I'm not sure if you heard this or not. I was informed the other day and read this story that a recent study suggests that eating a hot dog can take 36 minutes off your life. Eating a hot dog. One hot dog. Costs 36 minutes. Yes. A bunch of researchers from the University of Michigan, and then they basically put this article together in a, something called Nature Food. They studied nearly 6,000 foods in the U.S. diets. And they basically, after the research, realized that a hot dog, which has 61 grams of processed meat, results in the loss of 27 minutes of healthy life. But when you add ingredients like sodium, trans fatty acids, estimated total loss was 36 minutes. Now, what size hot dog are we talking about here? Just a full a hot standard, dog with the bun. Standard like Frank? You, right, like you would get at what the stadium. This? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, you're going to ask me, what food should you eat? I would, yes. To, to I would add like to your to life. This yes. was surprising. Peanut butter and jelly could actually add 33 minutes to your life. So if I eat hot dogs and peanut butter and jelly, it's a wash. <laughs> that's a great answer. Yeah, that's okay. a possibility. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anything else that I should be eating? Well, there's a huge study, and people oh. can check it out. If you okay. just go on Google and put in about hot dogs, we're going to go through all that. But there's a okay. list of foods you should eat that could add to your life. But, yeah, I guess you need to be concerned about hot dogs. So if okay. I go through the amount of years that I've eaten hot dogs, <laughs> it's a possibility. I only have a couple minutes left. So yes. it could be the end of this episode. Well, let's – okay, so coming up, let's get to this quickly. A leaky pipe leads to good news for a Canadian family. Details in our good news segment. A 13-year-old is our overachiever this week. She can do some things indoors that are usually done outdoors. 
Then we visit with JT Lux. He is a 21-year-old musician, and he is extremely talented. In Klopp's clips, some interesting names come up for public comment at a school board meeting. And we have another item to tell you about, and you can really buy this. Oh, no, not a dad joke. What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws, Ken? Hmm. Not sure. Outlaws are wanted. That joke was horrible. Ted, it's time for some good news. A Canadian family discovered a leaking pipe in their home. Oh, my. A piece of cast iron pipe had split... When it was removed, the owner spotted a ring in the pipe. It was a 10-carat gold ring. Oh, my gosh. It wow. turns out that the grandson of the family that previously owned the home lives across the street. I identified the ring. The homeowners returned the ring to the family. Has that happened to you before? I know you've no. done some home renovations. Have you found a 10-carat gold ring in any of your pipes? No, just a bunch of dirt. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Wow. Not, not finding any 10-carat gold rings at our house. Well, wow. lucky for that Canadian family, they found that 10-carat gold ring. And for them, that's some good news. Ted, time for an overachiever. You know the answer. Don't even ask. You know <laughs> Dang the answer. It. Dang it. And guess where this comes from? A 13-year-old girl from Japan has broken two, not one, but two Guinness World Records for indoor skydiving. Oh, wow. Fayuki Kono. Hey. Yeah, I said it right. Fuyuki. Can Kono. you say that on our? Oh, okay. I think so. We're good okay. on that one. All right. He did 78 front split spins in one minute. Wow. And 60 horizontal spins in the allotted time. Kono said uh. she trained a practice and trained in practice for three months before the records were broken. When's the last time you've done 78 front splits? Uh, <laughs> I'm still working on my first. Spin. Still working on my first. How about you? Yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah. The only horizontal spinning I'm doing is I roll over in bed. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I, I do that when I when I sleep and if I drink a little too much. There you <laughs> Well, Fayuki Kono, congrats on being an overachiever for all those splits and spins. Blah 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 Our guest today is a singer, songwriter, and guitarist who formed a band in early 2020 with two other members, and the band bears his name. So let's talk about the band with the man, JT Lux. JT, thanks for your time. And talk a little bit about, uh, let's start at the beginning of this band. Talk about forming this band. And I guess, was the band formed before the pandemic hit? And if not, how did the pandemic affect the start of the band? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the band itself, you know, started uh, just as me by myself at playing acoustic gigs and whatnot. Um you know, I'd been in bands my whole life from the start about, you know, 11 years old. 
And, uh, but I never, I never sang before. And so, you know, I started my journey of singing about a year and a half ago. And, um, you know, I started by myself and, and, you know, got together with these guys and, and the way we met, you know, I put a demo on SoundCloud of a song I've been working on. And when uh, I went to NAMM 2020, um, the drummer approached me and we had, we had, um, seen each other a little bit in like local local venues before in the Sacramento area but other than that you know I'd always wanted to jam with the guy he, he always seemed really cool and uh, that that's Zach and and so um you know after the NAMM show had ended you know he came over and we started jamming and started you know really getting um comfortable hanging out and and he brought in the bass player Ethan their best friends so the chemistry really worked out right away and um you know the, the pandemic itself actually really helped us because uh, we were uh, we were able to kind of focus on the aspect of songwriting, which uh, we definitely needed a lot of work on. And, and when there was no no shows or anything to distract you from, it was really, really nice to be able to, you know, work on these songs four or five days a week with these guys. And and uh, yeah, that's how kind of that's what the whole album was written throughout the whole pandemic. So, wow. JT, I had the opportunity, along with my daughter, who's uh, nine years old, so I must say she thought you were pretty cute. I could say that. Um, <laughs> basically, you know, we like to listen to music together. And obviously, I did the bio and my research for, you know, obviously the opportunity to talk to you. And first and foremost, I want to make sure our listeners understand you're 21 years old. The two guys you're talking about, Zach is 19 and Ethan is 22. So, you guys are like half our age. We're two middle-aged guys. So we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to a couple old timers here. Is uh, by the way, your music outstanding. We had a chance to listen to all the different songs. Obviously, we heard everything through Spotify. On the website, it talks about you know some of the bands that you certainly are trying to sound like. Alice in Chains, Led Zeppelin, obviously uh, Jimi Hendrix. I also heard a little bit of the police in some of your songs and the red hot chili peppers. I was just totally impressed with what you could do. Talk about the sound. And one thing it mentions in you talk about on your website, an aggressive approach to rock. If you could speak to that as well. I mean, if anybody has the opportunity to listen to this stuff, it is outstanding. But talk about, you know, certainly some of these bands that, that you know, many people would know are very popular. And that's kind of, in my opinion, how you guys sounded. Yeah, yeah. So um, you hit it right on the nose with the Chili Peppers. You know, when I was about, 15 years old I was in a Chili Peppers tribute band and so I learned a lot from listening to John Frusciante play and he was inspired obviously by Hendrix and all those guitar players from the 60s so um you know my roots go back to a lot of the 60s and 70s music um you know when it comes to singing I, I get very inspired by Jim Morrison um Frank Sinatra stuff like stuff like that it's pretty sultry but my guitar roots come from like a really rock heavy kind of sound and so like when I combined both of them together um, I kind of realized that I, I found something uh, a little unique and so you know working with a guy like Frank uh, Frank Cannon from Tesla he really kind of he helped me get out of my shell and work on on like creating my own sound and having the confidence to do that and um, so I just been like really studying all these different bands that you mentioned um, Led Zeppelin, stuff like that. You know, obviously these these amazing bands. Um, but one one person that I discovered recently was uh, 
Jeff Buckley and I really enjoy his music and and the album Grace uh and that's kind of where I like learned a lot of my vibrato from and so I try and take inspiration from every everything that I listen to and kind of implement it into my own sound now JT you mentioned uh Frank Hannon he's the uh former uh well I shouldn't say former but he's a Tesla guitarist he was the your producer what's it like to have a guy of that um uh, with that knowledge to be able to have him as the producer and to work with you, someone who's uh, had success and uh, done it at a very high level. Yeah. Like you said, he's done it at a really high level for a long time since the eighties. He's, he's been in huge recording studios. He's made hit records. And so like when he gives you advice, you know, it's not, you know, you know it's not just anything that, it, it's not like he's lying to you. You know exactly that he's he's being straightforward with you, and and uh, he's done it before. He's he knows how to write songs, and so when he tells you that this part is good and this part is bad, you you kind of it's not like some random guy off the streets trying to tell you what to do with your music. So you know when when he when he gives me advice, I really take it I really take it to heart. And um, every time he's given me advice on something, it's really worked, and so. When you have some guy, when you have something like that, and and you have a guy with that much knowledge, I mean, uh, for a guy like me that's really young, I really just try and like sit there and absorb and soak up everything I possibly can. That's certainly understandable. Now, the one thing that I saw as well, which obviously I heard your guitar play, absolutely outstanding. You wrote all these songs, is that correct? All these songs that we've heard on the album is are written by you. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, all the lyrics. And, that and, is uh, completely impressive. Talk about where you come up with your ideas and how long of a process does that take you to kind of put a song together? Yeah, the process for um, this new album was, well, you know, it being our first album, a lot of it was written on an acoustic guitar to start with. And, and it's just me and, and just kind of like an idea about lyrically or or just a melody. It might just be like a la or not. I didn't even have lyrics for it, but I had like um, the guitar part for it. And so, um, you know, I, I'd worked, I, I usually try and work through uh, the kinks on my own and then I'll bring it to Zach and Ethan. And then when we jam it in the room, that's kind of where the rock aspect comes in because you can only rock so much on an acoustic guitar. Um, and when we get in a room together and, and we play, it just kind of like, livens up the song and then from there the process after after the acoustic uh writing and the band um arrangement and everything then we bring it to frank and he'll you know assess it and then say this part's good and this part needs to change and whatnot and so um his role as a producer for us is just to kind of like give us direction on on what we do you know he doesn't he doesn't write any of the parts for us but he does enhance um a lot of the parts that that we had already written so you've done the first album, you wrote it, you recorded it, it's out there, you're talking to guys like us to support it. What's next? Are you um, doing, I don't know, if, you know, fairs, things like that. What, what is the next thing for you to do with regard to this album and the band in general? Yeah. Yeah. So the band, we're working on new music already. We're, we're starting to, uh, uh, write the next album and everything and and we're working you know we we got a chance to play in texas and oklahoma this summer um 
at the, the Dallas Guitar Festival and got to play at this uh, Two Frogs Grill. And, and we got a chance to be on the Eddie Trunk show. So we were able to do a lot of cool stuff this summer. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, gigs right now are hit and miss. Um, you know, some are getting canceled. Some are getting, um, you know, so, some are, are, are not, you know, working out and whatnot. So we're, we're just working on, on new music production and uh, going to work on some more music videos and just kind of keep people entertained. Um, and uh, my, main, uh, my main thing is Instagram. And so on there, I post a lot of like behind the scenes of what we're what we're up to so a lot of people can check that out or on the website jtlux.com that's uh j-t-l-o-u-x.com a lot of people get that misspelled (laughs) now my last question i'm just curious you get these other two gentlemen to come and you form a band how do you come up with yeah let's just use my name for the name of the band i mean why not use one of the other members of the band's name or have a a uh, name that doesn't involve any of the uh, band member names. Well, how did you come up with using your name for the band? Yeah, so um, I had started as an acoustic act, and I'd been playing shows a little bit here and there. And, um, you know, Frank suggested to me just to keep it my name because he really liked um, uh, the original. It was going to the band was going to be called Lux, just my last name. But um Frank really encouraged me to uh, stick with JT because it's uh, it's really easy to remember. And so we were going for something that was memorable that people wouldn't forget. And, um, you know, like I said, when when some guy when someone like Frank gives you advice, you you tend to want to take it. So (laughs) that's what I decided to do. No, I, JT, I would do the same. Anytime I could be working with the Tesla guitarist, I mean, I, I'm going to do that and do what he says because they've had great success. Well, if somebody wants to follow you, you mentioned Instagram. If there are other ways to follow you, and can you also uh, bring us up to date on your website where people could find out more about the band and yourself and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So we are we are on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Instagram is at, at JTLOUX, and our website is JTLUX.com. You can find out a lot of uh, – you know, information on when new music videos are coming out, when we're going to be playing shows next. Um, we're going to be updating, po- posting when we're going to be on some podcasts, like like what we're doing right now. And as well as merchandise, we have um, five different designs of shirts and, and we've got the album available on there for physical copy. I know a lot of people still dig that physical aspect, even though, you know, Spotify is so... Um, you know, has taken over, but we do have a lot of that stuff available on the website. So if you guys are interested, you can go check that out. And obviously Spotify, JT Lux, you can check us out on there as well. JT, absolute pleasure to speak with you. Um, the next time we have the opportunity to talk with you, you'll be a, probably a huge star. So we're probably going to have to pay you to be on our podcast with us, but uh, you're wise beyond your years. Very impressed with your music. We look forward to following you and, uh, Obviously, thank you so much, and we wish you the best of luck in the future. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show. The most trusted name in journalism, Klops Clips. Ken, time for news that you may have not heard. Maybe you have, but either way, you should know about it. Sports memorabilia site Leland's has a unique item up for auction. A pair of Michael Jordan's underwear. Oh, gee. 
Just what you want. <laughs> oh, my. The description notes that the underwear has signs of, quote, definite use. Oh, my. <laughs> what? What would those signs be, I wondered? Not sure, Ted. The undies are being sold by one of MJ's former security guards. The unusual item has some loose threads evident at the seams. Bidding opened at 500 bucks and closes September 25th. So you still have time if you want to bid on this pair of underpants that's apparently been worn by Michael Jordan. What I want to know is, hey, you're my security guard. I'm going to give you some stuff. Here's a pair yeah. of my underwear. Well, you said the most important part, former security guard. Well, so there you go. He's yeah. trying to make any money he can because he's out of work. Yeah. Wow. Five hundred bucks for used underwear. That's I got I got underwear I'll charge him a lot less for. That sounds like something I, I should come up with, but you could really buy this. That yeah. should have been one of those. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. An interesting situation at a Virginia school board meeting. Enrico school board member. Roscoe Cooper III called some names for public comment. Let's listen to that. And I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Phil McCracken? Apparently not here. Sulk. Suk Mahidik. <laughs> Ophelia McHawk. <laughs> She's Ophelia not here either. McHawk. Yep. Oh my God. Eileen <laughs> Dover. Oh my God. Eileen <laughs> Dover. Oh Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Oh, man. Oh. Wayne Kerr. <laughs> Wayne Kerr. Oh. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, so shockingly, uh, oddly enough, none of those folks came forward to speak. Apparently, none of them were uh, at the meeting. I don't know what happened. Any, did he not read these before he got up there? I love that he read each one twice. That's yes, even yes. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, some of them maybe throw you off a little bit, but you know, uh, Eileen Dover, Eileen Dover. <laughs> you know, what? You don't catch on when you get to Eileen Dover or uh, some of these others. Well, I want to know who's some of these names. Where did these come from? I was just, oh my gosh, that is just great. Oh, oh. too much. Yeah. Well, that's uh, those are the names that uh, apparently signed up to speak at that school board, but weren't in attendance. Not sure how they get on the list, but uh, that's a heck of a way to close this week's collection of Klopp's Clips. It is now time for my thoughts on things that you can buy that you really okay. didn't know you can buy, and it's called You Can Really Buy This. Okay. 
This week's item comes from a site that rhymes with Gnome Bistro. Gnome Bistro. You can figure that out. Well, it's not every day that you come across a store for buying weird things. There's many different things you can buy. But one of the items that I'm going to bring up today is certainly something that I didn't know I can purchase. You can buy a fresh bottle of urine that comes from a coyote. Did you know this? Coyote. Comes from a coyote. Urine. Coyote, coyote urine. urine. Yep. Okay. You use it to keep pests and critters at bay. Coyote urine identifies your property as a home to a predator, or at least home to someone who buys urine by the gallon. <laughs> Wait a minute. And the name of this product is. What's that? It identifies your home as to, to a yeah, predator. Yeah, you're the predator. You put this coyote urine around your house, you are the predator. No one's okay. coming around. Okay. So you can buy this 16-ounce bottle of coyote urine, which is rid in the yard and garden of unwanted small animal pests. Now, these include the following. Now, I know yes. I think you have some trouble with some of these. Rabbits, deer, yeah. raccoons, yeah. squirrels, and chipmunks. Okay. Does that help you? Uh, well, yeah, I just didn't think this would be the route I'd go to take care of the problem. Well, it's long been used by gardeners, hunters, and trappers. It frightens away small animals of prey quick and effectively. As you know, it's all natural. It's organic. It's a humane repellent that does not harm or maim the animals, which is key. It triggers the fight or flight response in small animals. It's easy to apply. This is the part that's really good. It comes from 100% meat-fed coyote urine, which is the strongest <laughs> scented for maximum effect. Oh, good. If you buy this, you're buying the real stuff, and these yeah. are meat-fed coyote. This is the okay. urine that it's coming from, meat-fed. Okay. That's what you want. Now, the product is available for the following pests, as I mentioned. Ground squirrels, gophers, mice, moles, rabbits, voles, tree squirrels, or just regular squirrels. We'll get them both. Okay. Now, the key to this, of course, is how much are you going to pay? Okay. Uh, well, yeah. What do you think a 16-ounce bottle of this costs? Uh, $29.95. Close. $24.95. $24.95. Now, before you go to the store and buy your stuff from Gnome Bistro... I want you to hear these reviews if you don't mind. Oh, I love this part. Five-star review we start with. I must say, great product. We had rats in the backyard, many rats. Began using this product in suspect areas. No sign of the little rodents after a few days. I put a few drops out once a week just to be sure. Those little monsters are gone. Thanks, Rich. Rich was very pleased. Yeah, he's, he's happy. But as always, there's always a couple people that don't really enjoy the product yeah. one being david gave it a one-star review i use this product to discourage raccoons i put it on sponges in small open plastic containers around our property that seems confusing they dug up and discarded the sponges and ignored any odor they continue to harass us every night when we sit outside in our in the back of our house i am not pleased don't david. put it in a sponge yep and then uh the final one is from Jean. She also had a one-star review of this product. We got coyote urine to get rid of raccoons. It did not work. We still have raccoons. And I'm concerned about Jean because she spelled raccoons with an E. So there could be some other things going on there with, with her. But other than that, Ted, 
Get yourself to Gnome Bistro. Get yourself the Coyote Urine for $24.95. You could rid yourself a lot of small barns. I have a question. Oh, of course you do. How do they how do they procure the coyote urine? Well, I would love to know this. I, I don't I don't understand how the, how you can have so much coyote urine. I mean, yeah. as many people know in these areas, coyotes are starting to become more scarce, which is the reason we have so much deer and all that running around. So I don't know how we're getting so much urine that we could sell so much of it. So I guess we need to look into this. I need to do some more research. Okay. Well, apparently, uh, despite the research or lack thereof, you can really buy it. And now, a woman's perspective. What do you call a man with an opinion? Wrong. This has been a woman's perspective. Coming to the end of episode 71, we made it through the Labor Day weekend, and tonight, Ken, it's the big night at Nautica. Yes, it is. The big concert. The Danny Rapepi Memorial Concert. If you haven't gotten your tickets already, Ticketmaster.com still would be the place to go. Night Ranger, amongst others, will be performing. Yep. Along with Boku and High Voltage. And I think uh, the gates open at 6, and I think the music starts around 6.30, 6.45. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. It should be a nice evening. Hoping for good weather. Our... Uh, Meteorologist Scott Sable has assured me that the weather should be good, so we'll, we should be in good shape for this. Probably going to get rained out then. Uh, next week on the show, <laughs> sorry, was that out loud? <clears throat> next week on the show, we are well. We're not sure what we're going to do. We're, we're more surprises. Gonna, more surprises. That's right. Keep it under our hat. That's right. Or somewhere else. Yeah, you know, well, actually, I do have a person that we'll have on next week. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, you heard okay. him earlier in the show, Wayne Kerr. Well, he's coming he, on. He's coming on. What about yep. Don Kedick? <laughs> it's a possibility as well. Okay. You never know. You okay. never know going to show up. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, some de- de- interesting names that could be appearing. Well, Ted, yes. great episode as always. Can't wait to talk to Wayne Kerr next week. <laughs> and I want everyone to know we're just two middle-aged men in Cleveland. Two middle-aged men in Cleveland is sponsored by Anchor.fm. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And by Westminster AV. Custom audiovisual packages for all occasions. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr.